Did you know that between 3 and 5% of all U.S. prisoners are innocent? In To Kill a Mockingbird, a black man is wrongfully accused of raping a white woman. In the days this story was written, there was a ton of racism, and especially in the South, where the story was plotted. Because of this, it would be hard to find a lawyer for Tom, since everyone is against him and would believe the white woman, and just simply because he is black as well. Atticus decided to step up and do what's right. To be his lawyer. He was called names and put down for this and people had talked down on him to his children as well, which made Scout very angry. Atticus was a very good lawyer and when the time called for the trial, he proved Tom innocent with all the evidence that he had. Mayla had bruises on the right side of her face and claimed Tom hit her. Atticus had her dad write his signature and find out that he was left-handed. Tom's left arm was paralyzed from getting caught in the machine when he was younger, so she was lying. In Mayo's testimony, she started yelling and screaming, calling everyone cowards if they believed Tom. She also said she remembered being hit by him, and then when she was asked again, she changed her story and said she didn't remember being hit. In Tom's testimony, he said Mayo asked him to come fix something for her. After he said it was perfectly fine, she asked him to fix another thing that wasn't broken. Then she asked him to get a box down for her, and as he was on the chair, she forced herself onto her. She told Tom that the kids were out getting ice cream. He ran as soon as he could. He explained this all while crying. After all the evidence given that proves him innocent, he was convicted of the crime. Atticus feels defeated and saddened because he couldn't help Tom. As he left the courtroom, everyone in the colored balcony stood for Atticus. Tom tried to escape and was shot and killed. Just Mercy is super similar to To Kill a Mockingbird. Walter McMillan, a black man, was falsely convicted of murdering a young girl. Brian Stevenson is a very good lawyer and sees that no other lawyer is helping him out, so he decides to. Walter's family is unsure about him at first because all the lawyers said that they would help Walter too. He had spent 15 months on death row before having a trial. This took place in Alabama as well. Johnny D, as his friends and family call him, came to be a suspect because he was having an affair with a married white woman. People in the town called him all sorts of names, and when they started calling him a murderer, nobody was surprised. Ralph Myers' false accusation sent Johnny D. to death row. Ralph tried to recant his false testimony. With help, he finally succeeded. Bill Hooks was also bribed to corroborate Myers' testimony against Johnny D. He said he saw his truck at the cleaners at the time of the murder. He was offered an early release if he said this. His co-worker, Darnell, comes to Brian with information that proves Hook's statement wrong. There were multiple alibis for Johnny D, claiming he was at a fish fry at the time of the murder, but none of them really mattered because they were all said by black people. His trial finally came, and he was convicted of murder and sentenced to death. Johnny D's son freaked out and was taken out of the courtroom forcibly. These stories are very much alike. The evidence that proves them innocent is thrown aside. Two innocent people were killed for crimes they didn't commit. Both of these stories were plotted in Alabama in the South, where racism is still and was a bad thing. Both of their lawyers had the confidence to step up and defend them. They were both feeling defeated when they lost. In 1981, Julius Ruffin was accused of robbing, sodomizing, and raping a woman in her home. The victim looked for a black male as her attacker and identified Julius. It didn't make sense, though. 
The attacker was described as 5'8", with dark skin. Ruffin was 6'1", with light skin, facial hair, and two gold teeth. He was sentenced to life. The real criminal was convicted, and Ruffin received $1.5 million in compensation. He served 25 year, 21 years. I believe that if To Kill a Mockingbird was in Francis's perspective, I think the whole message would change. The message for To Kill a Mockingbird is don't kill a mockingbird, because mockingbirds sink breasts, don't do anything wrong, and it would be a sin. Francis is mean and wouldn't care about kindness. He called Atticus names for helping Tom. We would look at Tom as a guilty man because he, because, as well, because Francis is racist. If To Kill a Mockingbird was told in the perspective of the judge, I think a lot of lies would be exposed. It's obvious that Tom is innocent, but the judge and jury continue to convict him. With the judge telling the story, we would know why, and maybe more reasoning than just because he's black. There would be a lot more hatred in the book as well. If Just Mercy was told in Sheriff Tate's perspective, we wouldn't get to hear about the struggles Walter is facing in his emotions or his family's emotions. We would find out why he, is, why he bribed Hooks to lie about seeing Walter's car at the time of the murder. There would be more hatred in this story as well. The reason for him becoming the suspect and getting convicted of the murder would make more sense. We would know more about why.